I was so depraved. I went astray. The cost was great. I couldn't pay. It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get said, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my So winning and evangelism. So this month we'll be looking at why we should keep on winning souls. Amen. Amen. How we should win souls and what is in so winning for us. Amen. Yeah. I want us to pray. Father, in Jesus' name, grant me the passion to win the lost at all costs. Lift up your voice, pray. Father, grant me the passion, the heart to win the lost at all cost. Father, grant me the passion for soul winning. Father, grant me the heart to win the lost. Grant me the heart for so winning. Lift up your voice, pray. Shakatabaladabasa Father, grant me the heart and the passion to win souls. Father, 
In Jesus' name, amen. Go down. Why must I be committed? Why must I be a committed soul winner? Why? must you become committed to soul winning second corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 to 20 therefore if any man be in christ he is a new creature all things are passed away behold all things are become new and all things are of god who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation. We have already talked about this, the ministry of reconciliation that God has given to every believer the ministry of reconciliation. Amen? Amen. So if you are born again, you are already called into the ministry. Is somebody here? Yes, sir. If you are born again, you are already called into the ministry. Before you ever think about singing, ushering, praying, welfare, before you ever think about any of those things, you are already called into the ministry of reconciliation. Is somebody here? That ministry of reconciliation is the basic ministry of every christian amen, amen. so in fact it is very foolish for somebody to say because i sing i can't do evangelism it's stupid jesus does not know about that because because i lead prayer or because I am into ushering. What are you ushering? What are you ushering? So, the ministry, first of all, is the ministry of reconciliation. I have audio messages, video messages on this, so you can go for it. The ministry of reconciliation that man was separate from God and Jesus became the mediator to bring man to God and when Jesus left the scene he gave unto us the same ministry 
that through us men will come to God. Amen? Amen. So it has nothing to do with whatever you do in the church or whatever you do outside the church. Is somebody here? We've talked about how lawyers serve God, medical doctors serve God, farmers serve God, bankers serve God. Amen? Amen. So, I mean, there is no reason why you cannot be committed to soul winning because of the excuse of the job you are doing. And by the way, your job is no job at all. The main thing that will matter, you see, as I'm growing, I have realized that practically everybody will die. I have realized it because I'm seeing how people are dying just around me. So, <laughs> the only thing that will matter after death is eternal life. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Eternal life. And listen, you know, just yesterday, I realized that our life on earth is actually short. Because very soon, we will be old. And after being old, we will die. Our life is actually short, very short. Yeah. I'm sure you remember the first time you went to SHS. The first time you went to UCC. You remember your graduation. It's gone. As I sit back, I realized that I completed my MPhil in 2015. Right now, it's almost seven years. Can you believe that? Yeah. That's how life is. It will be moving faster. And death is approaching. What will matter at the end of the day is whether you had eternal life and whether you helped people to have eternal life. That's all. That is all that will matter. That's why Jesus has given to us the ministry of reconciling people to God. Amen? Amen. The ministry of bringing people to God. When you are young, you are just funny. You know? You are just funny. Forgive. To wait that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray. You in Christ stead, be ye reconciled to God. Amen? Amen. So, everybody who is born again has a job to do. And the job to do is called the ministry of reconciliation. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the job. Anybody who becomes born again and says he does not have anything to do is not really born again. Because if you are really born again, your love for God will go up. And when your love for God goes up, your love to talk to others about God will go up. Naturally. 
nobody has ever encouraged me to be a soul winner nobody nobody because when i got born again i really got born again i am the type of christian in the bible i really got born again i really got filled with the holy spirit i really have the gifts of the spirit i really am a prophet i really minister the spirit i'm the type of the christian in the bible no skirmishes but there are so many people who are in the church and are not really born again yeah that accounts for all all the coldness the coldness towards humanity yesterday sandra asked me that why is it that you genuinely love people i said do i i don't even see it when i gave my life to christ i really gave my life to christ you know may you become a true witness of the gospel yeah because i have seen how so many people are just around you know yeah it is easier and sometimes more rewarding okay to be a football fan than to be a pastor this calling is not really really exciting like that because when you watch football and that's your job you you maybe some of you can be happy because your, your team has won but this job no full of sorrows full of disappointments and full of full of things that you cannot really explain i'm telling you very difficult because if you love god you 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 must not be invited to church if you love god if you really love god i mean if you love to go to school your your teachers will not have to force you to come there, there will not be adverts to come to school adverts there will not be flyers to come to school oh i mean when you were going to school there were flyers to go to school every week they were updating their flyers were they sending you flyers every day to remind you that you go to school sometimes i wish god didn't call me because I mean it is very difficult to understand why people is the reverend is was saying something when he was preaching he said one of the greatest waste of time is follow up and he continued by saying that if you really love god 
and you are really born again you will not need somebody to tell you to come to church no you will be longing to go to church david said how long i enter into his presence david said i would better be a gatekeeper in the house of my lord than to be a chauffeur in the palaces of the king your, your genuine love for god will be gravitating towards his house and nobody will need to invite you no You see, people are on their way to hell and they are flexing about it. Eh? I pray that you will genuinely meet Christ. A lot of things will change. So, why must you become committed to soul winning? Why must you be a committed soul winner? Today, I'm teaching from Bishop Dark's book, Tell Them, 120 Reasons Why You Must Be a Soul Winner. Amen. I'm just going to give you five points why you must be committed to soul winning. But I want you to remember that it is a very sad thing to be invited to church. It's very, it's very appalling to be reminded to go to church. Because if you really love God, going to church will be easy. In fact, if you really love God, going to church will become normal for you. Because you know church is the place where you hear the word of God. Church is the place where you will know about God. Church is the place where you will fellowship with God. It will be easy. It will be easy. So why? Why must you be committed to soul winning? And why must you become a committed soul winner? Point one, you must be a soul winner because that is the great commission given to us by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You don't know how to pray and you are flexing about it. You cannot fast. You are flexing about it. You don't love God. You are flexing about it. People are flexing about nonsense. Why must you be committed to soul winning? I said number one. Because that is the great commission given to us by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth.
Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Is somebody in church this morning? I said, Amen. Amen. This is the last instruction that Jesus gave. The last words of every man are the most important words of that man. That is why it is said that last days are very dangerous. In fact, the last words of great men will define what will happen to those who hear them. That is why when Jacob was about to die, he began blessing his children. Last words. When Isaac was about to die, he blessed his children. Last words. When Joseph was about to die, he blessed his children. Last words. You remember how Isaac told Esau to go and prepare meat for him to eat so that he will eat so that his heart will bless him because he knew he was about to die. Last words. The blessing of fathers are usually hidden in the last words they speak of our sons. And this is the last words of Jesus. This is the last thing Jesus said before he was taken away from the earth. The last words. This scripture in Matthew 28, 18 to 20 defines the greatest priority of Jesus because they were his last words. When he was being lifted physically from among the apostles and as they saw him going to the heavens, the last words he communicated to them was this. Yeah. You know what? Most people are really, really not born again. That's the that's the thing. Yeah. Most people are acting as though they are born again, but they are not. Listen, if you are born again, the words of Jesus will mean a lot to you personally. Personally. It will not be a church matter. It will not be a, it will not be a systemized institution. It will not be something that it will not be organized something. You and Casa, it will mean much to you. Yeah. You see, the way these false religions have a lot of respect for their false teachers. Hmm? You see, false teachers. Muhammad, Buddha, they, they don't teach anything. Yet they have a lot of respect for them. But it's so surprising how so many Christians don't have any substance of respect for Christ. Who is actually our leader? You know? This is what our master said. This is what this is his last words. What are we going to do about it? Huh? 
this is the last words he said before he, he he went to heaven what are we going to do about this what, what is concerned about nonsense very stupid foolish funny funny interest yes no if your father is going to die and he tells you that this is my last word my last word is that try and go to every country and talk to them about me won't you go this is last words hmm? but the last words of jesus people seem to have, it's like we have to remember that he said something or <laughs> Father help us you will see how people can go to nations to go and learn stupid things I was in Ghana I've traveled to Russia to learn about how to purify water won't go to nations to go and preach but we'll go to some Europe county to go and learn types of leaves types of centipedes Charlie this thing frustrates me all this 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 ministry thing it frustrates me now you will see how people will love to go far to tour their place we went to afaja to, to see mountain we have come home Hey. cross three streets to go and preach no we have sat in bars this is our jollof this is our merinda we are going somewhere to watch ropes oh. <laughs> so you know something Don't, don't expect any different thing from Jesus apart from what he has said in the word. Okay. Don't, don't try and meet Jesus for him to give you new instructions. I don't know. He has finished everything. These are his most important words. Now, when people are fighting for visa and passport to travel to nations, is this what is in their mind? But is this not the reason why Jesus said we go to nations? What a failed generation. Huh. 
So when earthly kings speak, there is a guy who had cut down almost 300 trees around Lake Busunji. Who has heard that news? And the Otunfo has given him an instruction to plant almost 17,000 trees around the river in the next five years. And the guy has started planting. That's even Otunfo. Just Otunfo. Otunfo who was born and will die. His words seem to carry power. Now, these are the words of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And they, they seem to be nothing. If, if, as I'm talking now, you are being reminded that Jesus said this, you have backslidden as a Christian already. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. All nations. His last words. The last words of every man are the most important words of that person. It's difficult to find Christians just sit down and think one hour about how to win souls. You'll see people sitting down thinking about funny, funny things. Ask yourself, when was the last time I went on the internet to search for how to be a successful soul winner? Ask yourself. Yeah. But you browse every day. And what do we browse? What do we watch? You know, this thing that the Bible said, the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former. I believe it's true. It's the word of God. But if we don't take care, what God used Bishop Oyede Podems to do, we, 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 will, we will not be close. Cry. Yeah. Because you see, Jonathan Edwards, by 19 years, was already a missionary. By how many years? 19 years. You know? Now, when was the last time you saw a 19-year-old person preaching about Jesus? So, if you are being reminded that there is a mandate upon your life to win souls, you are already walking on a dangerous path. You are already missing it. May somebody wake up in the name of Jesus. Point two. I didn't come with any different anything to come and tell you anything. <laughs> I don't wait for any different anything. I just came to preach from Bishop Dag's book. 
Amen. You know, in your life, try and do what great men do, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Point two. You must be a soul winner because soul winning prevents you from polishing the same old coins over and over again. You must be a soul winner because soul winning prevents you from polishing the same old coins over and over again. Now, if we keep meeting as a church and all of us who come for the meeting are people we already know ourselves, are we really growing? Eh? If we keep meeting, this is a church meeting, this is our Sunday morning executive service. All the people that came are people we already know. What is the work that we have done? We have not done any work. Now, so many people do not understand that just keeping the old things you have without adding new things, polishing the old thing again and again, it's a waste of time. Repetition is a sign of failure. You have to see how we must find new people to receive the word of God. New people. Yes. Because if we are meeting and it's still the old people, we are it's the same old people that have been preached to who have come again to receive the, another preaching. And then and then what is the value? What is the new thing? You have thousand shoes and you you the thousand shoes you have picked just let's say hundred of them and you keep wearing those hundred and you keep polishing those hundred and you keep wearing them you forget that you have 900 shoes that you have not worn that you have also not polished that are going bad because you are not wearing them because you are not polishing them that's how churches have become old people same old people same old faces same sitting positions same everything and we are here once again. Well, what is the growth? What is the growth? You, you, listen, listen, listen. It is easy to fail. Just don't do anything new. Generally, if you fail to realize that the absence of a new person means you are failing, you, you, there's a problem. If people don't even, you, it's, let me explain what I'm saying. Now, we have coins here, 10 coins. And one is lost. Or, less, one is lost. And I have picked the other nines and I'm polishing them again, again, again. Next week, next week, next week. I, I don't realize that the one that is lost is not being polished. And by the time I find it, it has become worse than the ones I have been polishing. That's how people become worse the more they stay out of God and of church. That's how they become worse. Because Satan is getting more 
complicated. Sin is getting more complicated. And as we have met once again as the same people, the other people who must hear the message are getting deeper in sin. And deeper, deeper, deeper. Yes, because once again, if we meet, it's the same people that we have met. You, you complain why you may have a brother who is very stubborn and not into God. Just look at his approach to church. That's all. And the farther he's staying away from church, the more he's going to become wicked and, and demonic and satanic and evil. Yeah. So polishing the same old coins is a waste of time. It's a waste. Come to church one hour before time so that you can get people to talk to. Look at the time people come to church. Look at the time people come to church. Make sure if church is starting at 8, you are here by 7. Look at the time people come to church. So, now that you do not come to church early, how do you find somebody to bring to church? You see, all these bosses, people who are in this church that you don't have any portfolio, relax. Oh. Simple, simple instructions. Simple instructions. How to pass exams. How to do good business. How to live well. Simple. You can't follow. If you want to see things change, you do different things. You don't do the same thing. How do you come to church late and expect to bring somebody? Is it possible? I mean, is it even fair for your mind to think like that? By the time people realized that God was doing them a favor to serve him, it would have been late. I said, by the time that people would realize that God was doing them a favor to serve him, it would have been very late. So, same old people have met once again we are going to sing the same old songs it's listening to different preaching in different ways we will take our offering we will take communion we will go home then we will come again same old people it's almost as if everybody now has a sitting position why because there are no new people if there are new people, who, who told you where you are sitting is where you will sit? Because by the time you come, somebody has sat there. As, as young as you people are, you are very stubborn. Very stubborn. Simple instructions I, I can't follow. Simple. <laughs>
All right, let me read something. Luke chapter 15, verse 8 to 10. Luke chapter 15, verse 8 to 10. Either what woman, having 10 pieces of silver, if she loses one, does not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently so she finds it. And when she has found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I had lost. That means that lost people must be found. Not the same old coins. The lost coins must be found. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repents. Amen. I would rather spend my time building new people up than talking to old people. Listen. Many years ago, people like Bernard, Nana Mapia, they used to have a lot of my time. Ask them whether they have time like that. No. No, no, no. Yes. I mean, I used to relax with Bernard five hours, six hours. Because now, I think my son has grown. I think that he must know what to do, even if I'm not talking about it. There are times that I would come in, but many times I would just... I, I said Bernard will do the right thing. Nanama will do the right thing. I know. Now I would rather have time with other young people. You see people come to church. They they, they I, I give them more time. How long have you seen Nanama coming to me after church talking plenty? No, 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 no. no. We have talked about many things. Yeah. Already. I will now spend time. The new people oh, come 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Okay, what am I doing? These coins have been polished already new people that's your focus yeah in the same way when you are doing the work of god you are always looking out for the new person who is lost who is far from god that you are trying to bring closer to god that is it oh you know i i just understand why church is really a boring place for so many people because all the instructions you are giving you don't follow so it will be boring yes <laughs> if we give you thousand instructions and you don't follow any of them you still don't have anything to do anyway yes new people stretch out to new people talk to new people I mean preach to new people As young as most of you are, you, 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 you will not do any new thing. I have different strategies for everybody. Just watch me. We should always come and sit down and talk about how you have not been able to do your masters. That's the anytime you come to me. It's about how something in your life is not working. Have you thought of the millions of people on their way to hell? 
I, I, I grade people differently. Yeah. It's why this thing is not working. You will cry some more. We will talk this and that. Then you go. Then the whole week, nothing in your mind about somebody going to hell. Another week has come. You have come to cry another month. The, Jesus Christ died, he died to save us. In Vaswabe and Panabaso. In Vaswabe and Abaso. In what ways has Jesus benefited from he dying for you? How? You must be a soul winner because soul winning is the heartbeat of Jesus. Why must you be a soul winner? Because soul winning is the heartbeat of Jesus. What Jesus loves most is to see people born again. Amen? That's what Jesus said to Nicodemus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So the love of God is manifested through Jesus coming to die for humanity. So winning is what makes the heart of God pant. God's heart pant after souls. I have died for these people, yet they are going to hell. Who will speak to them for them to change? Who will speak to them for them to take a different direction from the direction they have taken? That's God's heartbeat. His heartbeat is for souls. For souls. Hallelujah. For souls. For souls. Why did Jesus Christ die? He died to save man from our sins. Amen. He died to save man. Amen. That is his heartbeat. That is his greatest passion. God use me to save people that Jesus's heartbeat it's not music it's not dance it's not uh, his heart is for souls to be won to his kingdom that's why he died Jesus did not die because of environmental cleanliness the work of the church it's not to clean goddess. Oh. That's the work of Zoom Lion. The work of the church is not to build schools. That's the work of the government. The work of the church is not to build hospitals. That's not the work. The, 
all these things there are people and institutions who must do them but there is no institution that has the focus of winning souls apart from the church no institution when you go to hospital do you hear them talk about soul winning when you go to bank do you hear soul winning what about court do you hear soul winning police station do you hear soul winning when lecturers meet do they talk about souls there is nobody who is concerned about souls apart from the church and you see the church moving away from its main focus to stupid things protect mouse save the pigs protect the timber wood when souls are perishing protect grasshoppers Protect the river, the river. <laughs> How have we fallen from wisdom to nonsense, to typical nonsense? The work of the church is not to supply villages with water. Jesus said, This water in John chapter 4 that you drink, you will drink and still be thirsty. But I give to you the eternal water. That when you drink, you will never be thirsty. Come on. Our work is not pipe-borne water. That's what the Samaritan woman was going to fetch in John chapter 4. Jesus said, there is a higher dimension of water. That when you drink, that's the everlasting life. Ooh. The heart of Jesus is about souls going to hell. People perishing in their sin. And what pains his heart most is how he has guaranteed their salvation. And yet, because of their ignorance, they are still going to hell. That's his heartbeat. He has died for every man to have the access to the kingdom of God. Yet, because of their ignorance of what he has done, they are still going to hell. And we that we know it, we are sitting aloof. Mark chapter 16 verse 15. Mark chapter 16 verse 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. To how many creatures? Unfortunately, people say, because Jesus said we should preach to every creature, my work is to save sugar cane. Apple said, my work is to save worms. My anointing is to save worms. 
when you ask why are you choosing worms you say because worms are part of god's creatures right look at next verse he that believes can a worm believe are you here can a worm believe can a worm hear the word of god so the creature he was talking about what was he talking about a human being can a butterfly believe what is this that satan is winning in the church like that why he that believes and is baptized shall be saved but he that believes not shall be condemned every unbeliever is condemned what do you think about that is that not something that must wake you up that there are other human beings in your family who are condemned by god there are other human beings in your office condemned by god there are other human beings in your area condemned by god already condemned is that not a wake-up call listen to what joshua said he said you can serve whatever gods you want to serve, but as for me and my house, around me, everybody shall serve God. God. I know that when you serve idols, you are condemned. These are people who are condemned. He that does not believe, is condemned. Every unbeliever is condemned. It's not, is it not something that must wake you up? That there are people condemned by God. They were condemned by human beings. This is not rejection by human beings. God has rejected them. God told Esau, he said, I have rejected you. God told Samuel that I have rejected Saul. God rejects people. He has condemned them. They are condemned. Do you understand that God has condemned people? The only way they can enter into service is when we preach that they believe. And this must give you a heart for the lost. You must have passion for the lost because they are condemned. They are condemned. Give me John chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. John chapter 3, verse 17 and 18. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Verse 18. Verse 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned. Have you seen that? But he that believeth not is already condemned. Have you seen that? When you are speaking with an unbeliever, you are speaking with somebody that God has already condemned. And this doesn't mean anything to you, does it? Is it a problem that God has condemned the person and the person is on his way to hell? Or when you meet the unbeliever, what you should be concerned about is how his money will enter your business. 
his phone number will enter your address system. When he's condemned on his way to hell. Oh. But he that believeth not is condemned already. Because, why is he condemned? Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Anybody who does not believe that Jesus is the Son of God is condemned, condemned, condemned by God. As you are walking around and you are seeing people going and coming, God sees people who are condemned and people who are not condemned. That's what he sees. That's why you cannot be in a school system and your heart is not moved to evangelize the people. You cannot be in a neighborhood and your heart is not moved to evangelize. You cannot be in a community and you don't have a heart. You, you understand that there are people there who are condemned. Maybe as I'm talking about your father is condemned. Your uncle, somebody in your house is condemned. Is an unbeliever. What are you going to do about it? There is no prayer that can save somebody who is condemned. There is no prayer. You cannot pray for the person who is condemned to come out from it. It's only through accepting the word of God. Through accepting the gospel. That's it. That pray for an unbeliever to be saved. The unbeliever must accept the gospel. That's how he can saved. And you cannot stand in for somebody to say that God, as I pray for him, I declare that let him be saved. Or I declare that he is saved. Come on. Everybody must believe the gospel for himself. Huh. This is the heartbeat of God. That people who are condemned because they do not believe in his son Jesus will suddenly receive eternal life. This is why missionaries from Swiss, missionaries from Norway, missionaries from Finland, missionaries from Wales left their homes to come to Africa. Because when they were there, they saw how Africa was condemned. They came. All the missionaries that came from Basel, Switzerland, all of them died here. All of them. Some were buried around Abokobi, Osu, Others were buried in Abri, Mamfi, Akropon. When you go there, you see a lot of cemeteries with white people's names. They came, and as they came, they came with their coffins. On the sea, as they were coming with their things, they added their coffin. They knew they were not returning. They came to die so that Southern Ghana, Ak 
Accra, Cape Coast, Eastern, Abri areas, Acropon, will receive the word of God. That's how the Presbyterian missions were established. Yes, by the Basel missionary from Switzerland. All the way from Switzerland come and die in this poor. It, now poor we are poor. You can consider when they used to be came to die. Because they understood the passing that God had for human beings. And God has not even said, move from here to another country. He said, cross two streets. Kind. Point four. You must be a soul winner because soul winning earns you the right to kingdom promotion. Kingdom promotion is on the platform of soul winning. Kingdom promotion. Kingdom promotion. Going up. And going up genuinely before God is on the platform of soul winning. Of course. If soul winning is the heartbeat of Jesus and you will win souls, Jesus will promote you. For every servant will be promoted by the master who he obeys. Of course. Of course. Of course. Luke chapter 19 verse 17. Luke chapter 19 verse 17. And he said unto him, Well, thou good and faithful servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. Because you are faithful with the little, he promotes you to have authority over more. Every promotion from God comes by obedience. That's it. How will a master promote a servant who is disobedient to his instructions? It never happens. You want to see promotion in your life? Get serious with winning souls. Why? Because if you are faithful in the least, he gives you authority over ten cities. <laughs> People receive prophetic words. The Lord said he will give you influence in 30 nations in Africa. You don't understand what he means. This is what he means. That's the reason why most people's life look very pale as compared to the prophecies over their heads. Yes. Because they never engage what they have to engage. Because you have been faithful in the little. Have authority over 10 cities. You have authority over 10 cities because you are faithful 
with what he said do and you have done it that's it <laughs> and remember promotion does not come from the east nor the west promotion does not come from the south promotion comes from the lord he's the one who promotes people every genuine promotion will come from god what is promotion promotion is your ability to receive recognition beyond your mates that's promotion it's not salary increment it's not salary increment it is so many people's minds are already destroyed on salary when you see people see Archbishop Nicholas said one thing he said anytime you see a young man who is proud because he has money He's coming from a poor home and he said my children are not proud because they have money i have money my father used to have money his father used to be rich being rich is not a special thing to us but when you are from a poor home and god begins to change you into riches you see how the riches a full throw it's poverty that's why you see, if your mind is always about work, how to find money, how you are a poor person, that's why. Small money that you have seen is making you lose sight of everything, including your health, including your relationship with others, including your family. Everything is lost because you are from a poor home. Better sit up. And if you think having money will give you esteem, you already have low confidence in yourself. Yes. Yes. Everything is not money. There is life. There is family. There is health. And these are more important than money. There are rich people who are dying today. They have the money. They are losing their life. <laughs> so as we are talking about God lifting people don't let your mind just be about money poor people now money 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 people who have seen money before money is not anything to them yeah yesterday one of my sons sent me a message his father has bought a new mercedes s series and his father says he doesn't like the color he should take it it's not a problem he has been driving range rover for since 2014 for somebody range rover is your future it's somebody's past how this person what, what money will you show him he has seen money he's also simple when you see people who have not seen money before when they see small money their money seems to lift up their hands literally and you hear now we hear the name of the Harry oh you want to see the promotion of God 
it is connected to soul winning it is connected to being faithful to the little that he has asked you to do remember matthew 6 33 when you seek first the kingdom of god and the righteousness of his kingdom all other things shall be added to you i'm enjoying all other things because of my priority i have never sat down to think about money i will be there somebody will pay for my wedding somebody will take off my wedding rings my blood whatever food everything i will also be there and i'll have extra money to buy other things i'm looking out for i've never thought about it how will it come will it really come will it oh, my cousin, my cousin. i've set my priorities right i know and i believe and i've seen the word of god working in the lives of people and in my own little life and i'm rest assured that it will prove so faithful once again my bedroom why is it that the pastors seem to be blessed than the church because the pastors are following the bible more than the church people i said it last week i said it yes because Acts 10 34 says god is no respecter of persons he's no respecter of persons so if you really will follow him he will bless you God is not looking at names to bless people. He's looking at whether they are obedient and committed to what he asked them to do. That's it. That's it. Your life is a picture of your responsibility. That's it. That's it. Do you want to see promotion as you work for God? Ah, then you know what to do. If you fail in life, it's your own. If you succeed, it's your own. If you struggle, it's your own. If you have things easy, it's your own. So, decide to be the main person in your own life. Decide to become the main person in your own life and take responsibility for your life by doing what God said do. Simple. Simple. You have a heart for my people. I will have a heart for you. I will promote you. Thou has been faithful. In a very little thing, have thou authority over ten cities. I see somebody enjoying the authority of God in Jesus' name. Some people suffer for everything, yet they don't get it. Others are at ease, and yet they get it. The race is not to the swift. The race is not to the swift. The reward system of God is going to be determined by what you use your time for and what you use your chance for. <laughs> you don't use your time to do anything different. Other people can also use their time to serve God. 
the difference will always be striking. Because the blessings of the Lord makes a man rich. The difference will always be conspicuous. The blessings of the Lord will make a man rich. The difference will always be seen. Because when God blesses people, he blesses them indeed. Psalm 75 verse 6. Psalm 75 verse 6. For promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south. But God is the judge. He puts down one and he sets up another. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> God is the judge. Everybody say God is the judge. He puts down one and he sets up another. He sets up another. That's promotion. He puts down one. That's demotion. God is into demoting people. I've given you time, opportunity. Serve me. You have no business. Anyway, I'm picking another person. Serve me. That's, God has been doing it for years. When Bishop Dark talked about the vision he had where there were seven people seated on the seat and he was the eighth person. And he said, a huge finger came to pick him by the neck and brought him ahead of the seventh, the sixth, fifth, fourth, third, second, first. And the finger put him here and the finger took the first guy and put him there. Then the Lord spoke to him. He said, this assignment that you are pursuing for me, you are the eighth person to have done this. The, all the people ahead of you have failed to do it. That's why I put you there. And if you like fail to do it, there are many more people who are coming to do the same. If you like, just fail. Now, you do you have the achievements of Bishop Dag? Do you have achievements? Ah, you, you don't have the resource. You don't have the substance. You are proud over nothing. People who have the resource, poor, this is what God is telling them. That I'm picking you to replace somebody. At, at your age, Bishop Dark had already started the church. He was already doing well. Yes. Within 10 years, he, he had, he, Blighthouse had blown over Ghana. Yes. Oh. Even him, later, that's the vision he had. The Lord said, there are many people I have put... Remember what Elijah said when he said, I'm the only one left. God said, listen, there are seven thousands of prophets who have not bowed down. Don't, don't talk like that. There are always people who are waiting for God to use them for what he's using you for. So, God is always trying to look at people to see what they have used their time for and the chance he gave to them. That's what the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9.11. He looks at what you use your time for, what you use your chance for, Anyway, he replaces you with somebody else. That person is promoted. You are demoted. I know that there are people that God called ahead of me 
who have not followed nor obeyed God. And that's why God gave me the chance. I know. I know. That maybe if they had followed and said, I would not have had my chance. God is giving you an opportunity to serve him. He's giving you time to serve him so that he will promote you. May you seize this time and chance for your own promotion. I've never seen a successful person envy an unsuccessful person. Anytime you envy somebody, the person is bigger than you, better than you, doing well than you. Do well. Mm. If you do well, you will never have problem looking at other people and envying them. Mm. Acts 10.34 You want to see God lift up your life, your business, everything you are in, you know what to do. You can also give all the excuses for your life. I mean, God will still find somebody to do his work. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. You see people who respect themselves too much. There are people that can never obey God. Because ask for God, eh? It's not going to look at respect you give to yourself. At all. And when you see people who act as though they are above human beings, you realize that they, are, they actually have more problems. More problems. I remember years ago, there was a lady who was accusing a man of God for raping her and a lot of issues. Later, when we sat down to listen to the case, we actually found out that the lady had a mental problem so the case spot oh say no about that mom she she was talking tap 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 up and down when we sat down on the issue we found that she oh, she was she was mad she had actually eaten used toilet roll before oh, it was bad she had been mad so now we all were sympathetic towards her instead of looking at the case. Mm. Too much respect she gave to herself. Lied on the pastor. It was not true. The lady pushed it here and there. Huh. Later she was an eater of toilet rolls. Used toilet roll. Give me the next part of this verse. You respect yourself over everybody. May God forgive you. But in every nation, he that feared him and worked righteousness, that's the one he will accept. God has no respect for anybody over anybody. He's just looking out for who will listen to him and will follow him. 
That's it. That's it. If you will follow him, he will promote you. He will turn things around for you. If you will not follow him and you will live your life like the way those ahead of us live their life, struggling very hard to have things and still they have nothing, it's also your own. It's your own. When I sit down and I watch birthday celebrations, there's a man of God in Nigeria. He's called Pastor Bolaji Ido. Bolaji Ido. He's 40 years. He turned 40 years last week or so. And I look at the impact he has made. When I watch when Bishop that turned 60, Bishop Oedepo turned 70, I compared those ages to other people in those ages. I compared. So, ish. What happened? I compare Strive Masiwa 50th birthday. I compare it to other people who were 50 years. Who, who are his colleagues? And the conclusion is that even though they have had the same length of time on earth, they have used their lives for different things. It's in your hand. It's in your hand. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is the one who he will promote. Anytime God asks you to do something, he has a blessing in mind for you. God cannot be more blessed than he is. God cannot be richer than he is. God cannot be more honorable than he is. God cannot be more powerful than he is. God cannot be all good than he is. God is all in all. Anytime he asks you to do something, it's for you, your blessing, not for his blessing. How can you bless God? He owns every good thing. How can you bless him? In Hosea, God asked a question that if I were hungry, will you be the one to feed me? Okay, now God is hungry. What will you give him as breakfast? Anytime he asks you, it's for your own blessing. Not for him. He's blessed forevermore. That's God. How do you bless such a man? seeking God working for God being passionate about the things of God is for your good not for his good one day people were praising Jesus as he was moving from Jerusalem to Jericho and the Pharisees said tell your disciples to keep shut they are making noise Jesus said even if they keep quiet God will raise stones to praise him Listen, God is also not in lack of people. Even when there are people shortage, he can turn stones to people. It's for your own good. It's just for your own good that he wants to change your story. He's not lacking people. And when there are no people, he can suddenly metamorphose stones, ignorant rocks, metamorphic rocks, 
sedimentary collections of complex rocks into human beings. He can do it. So, what makes you special that you think you can't serve God? What makes you special? What? It's for your own good. It's for your own good. May somebody receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. Number five, finally. Why must you be a committed soul winner? You must be a soul winner because the harvest is overwhelmingly great. And very few Christians concern themselves with the work of God. The harvest is overwhelmingly great. And very few Christians concern themselves with the work of God. Very few Christians. Is it not true? Is somebody here? I say, is it not true? You enter a church of 100 people and it's only two people who are concerned about the work of God. Two people. You go to a place, 1,000 people and it's only 10 people who are concerned about the work of God. I told God, I said, I will never have anything valuable for myself if the church does not have it. And what is the church? It's you people. That's it. The church is you people. So I will never have anything. No. I will not spend my money to buy lands when the church does not have a land. People may have bought lands for me. People may have had buildings for me. I said I will not spend my money to buy a land when the church does not have a land. I will not do that. And I'm putting God first practically. Yeah. And then suddenly when the blessings begin to come in, they say, He has stopped their money. The two cities and the one city. Forgive. Many Christians are not concerned at all. Nothing. About the work of God. I said, I will never allow anybody to call me to come to church, to go to church. To... No, it's an insult. Listen, when I was growing up, one of the things that used to make me cry physically was when my parents reminded me to do something they had told me to do. You know, I, I hate that. I hate to be reminded to do what I must do. I, I'm not fighting them for telling me to do it. I feel sorry for myself that I'm so stupid I've not done it that they told me again. No. That's how I began to take note of instructions. Do this, do that. I write them down. Nobody should tell me again. 
That's why I have them. That's why I have reminders. That's why I have alarms. Nobody should tell me. I will do it. Yeah. Nobody should tell me. Go to church. Come to church. No, it's not something that you should be told. You must feel very sad when you are told. You must feel very sad when the place that you call the house of God where you worship is not in a good shape. It, it, it must worry you. It must worry you. must be concerned. You must be worried. And when it comes to winning souls, you will see how so many people don't care at all about people going to hell. It's such a miracle that the work of Jesus is being insulted by this, this generation of Christians. It's a wonderful thing that we are making a mockery of his death by showing how we are not concerned about it in any way. If he has died and so what? That's the message we are sending to him. He has died and so what? Huh. When Reverend Dr. Robert Ampia Kofi Dems, Bishop Charles Ajinasai Dems, were done with their first degree, their hearts were panting for souls their hearts you see people down with first degree and their mind what do you want us to pray about talo what do you want us to pray about gra what do you want us to pray about immigration i, I just look at them when the hearts of these men after school were panting after god father use me to turn bolgatanga around use me to turn temali around Matthew 9.37 If you are a Christian and if you truly are you must be concerned about other people who are on their way to hell. God has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. Sometimes I wish I was not a pastor, but I was more like somebody that the pastor will use as an example. That look at Prince, how he loves God, how he serves God, how he's committed to God. Look at him and be like him. I was not a pastor many years ago. Was I a pastor? Yet I was doing everything that I have to do to serve God. I was doing it. Basically building churches, helping people to buy lands for churches, crusades. When, when we're driving through Cape I showed you villages that have been there. What, what did you say? Ah, Remus, Papa, you started very long. You have gone to many places. We get here, I said, this village goes to here. I've been here. We go to here, I said, this village goes to here. That's just from Cape Coast to Castle. What of Eastern region? What of Northern region? What of Upper West? 
lot of water region. What to bring a half of go here. Help others to the work of God. Oh, we didn't take money to endure. We didn't take money. Lord, fair. Water, what you eat. No, 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 no. Yeah. We will actually help them fix the place. I, there's a man of God we went to preach for the guy. Now he has a how many acres of land? More than 200 acres. Yeah, more than 200 acres of land. It was given to him by the chief. Yes. But when I went, I told the chief that it's me. I want the place. He said, no. He said, oh, he cannot give it to me. Sure. I said, Master, you get one prophecy, everything will turn around. And I share him in come big one thing. Then it happened. This income made me go to Mencia. Then the thing turned. Then it came to pass. Then they called. Then I said, yes, the land, this and that we needed. What's not from you? For some pastor be. He gave 200 acres. He has built a wooden structure and he's sleeping on it. Whether he's a hunter or he's all you call it. One day I'll take you there. Help others. We have climbed church buildings, tried to roof church buildings. Aluminium seats have cut us. We have taken tetanus injections. We have collapsed. We have collapsed on the altar. We have collapsed serving God. When when we woke up, we were in the hospital. We say, What have they said? You you fainted. I say, ah, anyway. So, when are we continuing? They say, hey, you just find you. When are you continuing? What, Master? We have gone to places, oppression. People have done surgery, everything. When they are done, two days, they say, let's go and preach the word. We say, oh, my oppression. I said, the Bible said, Paul had stripes and everything. Challenge, let's go. Let's go. God, we have saved God in every way with our money. our time our ideas our thinking you you have ideas we we are helping your business you you have ideas where are your ideas there is no anybody in this state who has a business that my ideas have not contributed to it you you have ideas what was what's, what's your first name you have ideas and all this to help the work of god Ooh. Sleepless nights, sleepless nights, sleepless nights. There are days I travel four four days off and I've slept two hours in the four days just to do the work of God. But how many people have a heart for God? they don't and you will see how even the people who claim to have a heart for God to be called in the ministry are actually finding a way to stay away from working hard I want to do the ministry because I cannot work hard I cannot struggle the way people are struggling and so that so when they come into the ministry and they see that the ministry requires more hard work than secular job they say hey 
I, I will not do it. Because in the ministry, it's more difficult. When you are doing a secular job, you have a physical boss. You have a physical source of income. I mean, there are things that, what do you do? You just go, you come home, you just go, you come home. When you are, you mean, your, your boss is the Holy Spirit. How do you hear him? How do you see him? How do you follow him? <laughs> it's very difficult. And when you are not somebody who is disciplined, you can't do it. You rather find a government work or a private work because you see that in the it's very difficult, very difficult. Oh, why is this person not coming yet? Oh, she has left the town. She's staying in another. Oh, why? What about this guy? Oh, this guy has impregnated somebody. They are looking for him, so he has run away. Why is it? That is our story. That we are here. This one has impregnated him. This one has run away. This one has stolen this one's money. That's why people are not in church. That's how the ministry is. Yeah. So if you think that you are trying to run away from working in a bank to get money in the ministry, you know what money is there in the ministry? Oh. Genuinely, the harvest, Jesus said, is truly pleasure. There are many people in the world, more than 90% of people in the world are going to hell. That's the harvest. That's the harvest. But how many people are concerned? How can you sit in a bus and you've not talked to anybody about Jesus? How? Because you are surrounded all together by unbelievers. Yes. How could you go to school and you never talk to anybody about Jesus? This Jesus Christ, do you know him? I say talk about him, but how can you talk about somebody you don't know? By the end of today, over 18,000 people will die. In Africa. By the end of this year, 500 people will be murdered in Ghana. Over 500. Where are they going? Where are they going? And when there are many important things to think about, you are thinking about loan for your business. You are thinking about rent. No. All these things the Gentiles also think about them, but for you, kingdom people, kingdom first. Then God will take care of the others. Are you concerned that in a big city like Dansuman, where many people, Dansuman is known for clubbing, drinking, late night parties. Dansuman is a sport area. Many people are going to hell. 
are you not concerned that as you come to church climb the staircase come and sit down you have passed many people who are going to hell it doesn't move your heart even police station when people take their when police take people in custody how many times do their families go and visit them they will come first week they will come second week they are taken to prison they will come first year they will come second year and that's all how will you visit somebody in hell how will you visit will you will you even want to visit the person in hell this is the time this is the opportunity this is the season this is it do something for god try and do something Father, grant me a heart for souls. Grant me a heart for souls. Lift up your voice, pray. Father, grant me a heart for souls. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed. To clear my death, clear my-